and welcome to Trade Center Live, brought to you by Sportsmate and Footy Live, where we talk all things trades, bringing you all the breaking news and real opinions from real fans. It's day four, and each day we're going to speak to big fans about their beloved clubs, followed by a 4pm show to wrap up your daily news. Uh, head to Instagram right now. It's afl.footylive. A lot is happening, so you can head to Instagram or the Footy Live app, of course, and hashtag Trade Center Live to get involved. Just before, we spoke to Nick and Tiz, uh, from the Hawk Talk podcast, but now got a chat with a big duck from the Purple Rain podcast talking Fremantle. Welcome, duck. Thanks, Jimmy. Thanks for having me on. It's um, it's always good over here in the West, mate. Uh, talk Dockers. Yeah, that's uh, plenty, right. Plenty to talk about, mate. Heaps As we say on the show, uh, yeah. October and November is our year. Um, it's our time of year. <laughs> it's when we uh, when we get cranking and, and get up and about. That's right. I want to speak about trades, the trade season in general later on in the show, but first off the top, because it's been all Fremantle today, uh, Chera, finally, finally get there and uh, move for pick six and a future round, uh, third round selection. Uh, what's your thoughts on that? Are you sad to see him leave? Yeah, bitterly disappointed, to be honest, yeah. mate. Um, he is exactly what we need. Um, highly skilled mm. midfielder, um, plays a little bit inside, a little bit outside. Um, our skill was always lacking. So to get someone who can actually kick it, and they're the type of midfielders that do take time to develop. We've seen um, Sarong be able to come in as an inside mid and just, you know, um, play pretty well. But um, chair on the outside is extremely important. Really yeah. great ball mover. And, you know, to be honest, I'm bitterly disappointed. Look, we got him for pick five. Um, um, I know everyone's got a PhD in hindsight, but um, Aaron Norton's sitting there uh, to be taken mm-hmm. as well. Um, uh, for those that don't know, Aaron Norton played for our feeder club, uh, played for Peel, played league for Peel, um, missed out on the grand final. So I think Zach Dawson could play. Um, but like he was there. And when you watched him play for Peel, it was like, mate, this is Alex Rance 2.0. Um, so really disappointing that Chera leaves. We get 76 games out of him and he, he like essentially we've given him his, his, uh, apprenticeship and now he's going to go to Carlton and play his best games. And, you know, we gave up pick five and essentially we're going to get pick eight for him because yeah. how, how the things will move down. So we've given up three, three spots in the draft, um, and a player and, um, yeah, three years of, or four years of good footy that, um, I'm not going to say it's been wasted, but you know, there was always mm. the flight risk with Chera. That was the thing. And I know that I think Belly said yesterday that eight out, out of our 10 um, top 10 in the, in the fairest and best were from Victoria, but you know, it's, it's, it's our big thing now is draft local don't trade. You know, that's, that's what yeah. we've got to think about, especially with free agency, especially people wanting to go home. Um, I know you're over there in Melbourne, but why you'd want to go back to busted ass Melbourne at the moment, mate, is uh, <laughs> beyond me. Like Perth has literally, we have not had any COVID stuff. We, we've had nothing. You've been like living we, a life, mate. And you got the grand final as well. We got the grand final. We got dream time at the G. I mean, not that that matters because we're not playing in that, but maybe he was just sick of playing Sunday afternoon matches for the Dockers and want to play Friday night matches for <laughs> Carlton because for some unknown reason, I mean, we can get into that, but, um, you know, we, we never get any primetime games ever and Carlton seemed to get every Friday night. They do. Known to man, which yeah. is Prime time for Adam Chera. The, the go-home factor is always tough, isn't it? I mean, but how, how good is he, though? Like, is he, you know, top three player for Carlton, the top five? Where do you rate him, honestly? For Carlton, he's, mm. I mean, he's another guy in their mid that they need. They need to improve their midfield. Sam Walsh, Bull, Cripps, Bull, and then you get the, the cream on top, mate. And yeah, this is the thing that people, there. I think, don't get is that he, his type of midfielder takes – three, four years to develop. 
Yeah. He can't just go in and be great because he's he's slightly built, you know, and as he's getting his pre-seasons under his belt, he's going to be really good for Carlton. He's a very good player. Um, he's exactly, like I said, he's exactly what we needed and um, we lose him. And, you know, if you said Brayshaw went home, I would have said, oh, okay, at least we got Cheris still, even though, yeah. you know, Brayshaw is probably at the moment a better player. I just think... Mm-hmm. You know, David Mundy's going to retire soon. He hasn't got too many more years left in him. Um, you know, and Chair is that kind of guy that we really need. That yeah, it's just it is it is devastating. Yeah, that he's going emotional, with, duck. I yeah, can well, feel mate, it. it just I can it just feel does it. my nut, mate. Because yeah. it's it's that idea of Norton's right there. Norton's exactly what we need as well. Like get yeah. get the WA guy, get the WA guy. It's just especially when he's playing at Peel. Like who are the guys at Peel? Peel, like we've got Dockers guys coaching him at Peel and they're not like screaming at the recruitment going, mate, get this guy in. He was that good. Like we talk to people about him and they're (laughs) like, mate, he he played on Fraser McGuinness, who was an Eagles player at the time and made him look silly when he was 17 years old. Uh I mean, Norton is just, it just, and that's, that's the extra salt in the wound. You know, it's that it's these little extra bits of salt in the wound that just absolutely do you as a Dockers Mm. um, supporter. But you know, like people are like now, hey, let's just get on with it. Get the pick. We've got a lot of WA boys in the draft coming up. So we'll hopefully get Matty Johnson with that pick and we'll be up and about and another, another good player from WA, hopefully WA guys. You know, that's the thing. It's like you got to draft local nowadays. It's just especially for WA boys. Like just mm. get in as many WA guys as you can. I was thinking about it today. You know, like the the Dockers champions, David Mundy, mm-hmm. Matthew Pavlich, both not from WA, and then Nat Fife. They're like a top three. And then after that, it's yeah. just WA guys. But you go across the town and all their best players are all West Australians, all the best um, West Coast players are always West Australians. West Australians you know, yeah. they're always West Australians. I mean, and they got burnt with Judd and they learnt their lesson. You know, so they they're always happy to get WA guys first. You know, and it's just it's something that you've got to do nowadays. Will Brody though from Gold Coast, and you got that pick nineteen as well because you might get Jordan Clark in. Uh, yeah, are you happy with that? How do you see that playing out as well for Jordan Clark? Uh, Jordan Clark, yeah, look, not not too unhappy with getting Jordan Clark in. Um, I watched him play that game against Collingwood where he did his collarbone. I think it was the first game back after COVID when Mm. crowds could come to the game. So he looked pretty good. Um, He's pretty solid player. I wouldn't mind picking him up in the draft um, the year that he went through. And he was, he was on our radar obviously, but look, he, he would be good. Um, again, another WA guy coming home, uh, halfback flanker, butt as well, like our back line is great. If it's fully fit and firing, I think we've probably got top, top five back lines in, in the competition. Um, so whether or not he squeezes in, especially considering we got young Chapman and Walker or three really young halfback flankers, um, Nathan Wilson re-signed for a year. So he might be on the, on the back burner, mm. um, which is, uh, it's not too bad. Um, but look, if we can move him up to a wing or something like that, bit of extra speed, but I don't know. The only thing I remember about Clark now is, when he bellied the ball, when he had a shot to, I think, get close or draw the game closer for Geelong and he like snapped it. So he, he will fit into the Dockers, mate. Can't kick a goal. So he'll be, he'll be right in there. That's exactly what <laughs> we need. Nice Someone who's that. allergic to goals. Yeah. So why do you support Freo then? It seems painful. Mate, it's, um, it's a tough old summer. Uh, to be honest, my, my general rule of thumb is that you can't change teams after you've gone through yep. puberty. And there's only uh, one caveat to that. And that's if, uh, if one of your family members starts mm, playing for like a team. That. Yep. So that's that's my rule of thumb. But so I, I used to go for Richmond and I know you're a Tigers oh, man back in the day. Why the hell would you change? 
uh, I changed because the man, Jeffrey, the wizard farmer, um, yeah. moved back to <laughs> WA and he's from where I'm from, Tambalup. So Tambalup's a town of about 350 people. Yeah. And um, he played footy, him and his old man played footy with my old man. Just a, like the, you know, like I'm from a little country town. So when yeah. someone plays 249 NFL games and he moves to the Dockers, you got to go for the Dockers, you know. That's and, right. How, how old were you at that time? I was, uh, he moved in, I think I was 12. 12. Okay. 12. You just yeah. made it. You just, yeah, just made, made it. it. Just yeah. made it. But I was always like, we were original country members yep. um, when the Dockers started, you know, like, and you just, Eagles fans are a bit annoying, mate. You know, they're mm. just interesting units. They're always screaming at the TV and yelling and booing. So, um, <laughs> no, nah, the Dockers, I mean, with, with Wiz and like, we used to go to the games, like you get 20,000 at a game and you're going from half forward to half forward and just watching Jeff Farmer play. I mean, how can yeah. you not be entertained? So, you know, um, it's all, that. and we're, yeah, we're always down on our uppers. So we're all blue collar, hard work and, you know, yeah. Yeah. So now it's, it's, it's a tough, it's a tough thing. And I saw, you know, something to do with squid games about, uh, I don't know if you've watched that about going for Carlton, but it it's, yet. <laughs> it's pretty similar going for the Dockers, mate, playing <laughs> the old squid games. that give you the red hot, right? It's, well, um, are they superior though? Fremantle supporters to Eagle supporters? What? We'll be back after a quick break. Not superior, definitely inferior. We're kind of like um, we're like uh, <laughs> the little brother. You pump up your own your own boys. Come on. Oh, mate. Well, we know where we are. You know, like okay. um, to be honest, we went to we went to the Doig, which is the fairest and best, and we're sitting on the media table. Yeah. And um, you know, talking to the other media crew, and we're like, oh, so what was the you know Eagles finish one one spot above us? And I know they're in different positions, but mm. the Eagles their fairest and best was like a bloody funeral apparently. So, and we're sitting there like giving it like they, they showed Hilly's goal against Geelong and everyone's like, come on. It's like, we're going to play, we're aimed to play finals. So, yeah. I mean, it's, it's a base thing where we aim to play finals and that's a good year. If mm-hmm. the Eagles don't make finals, it's a bad year. So mm-hmm. it's that different perspective, yeah. um, you know. And we are we are the little brother, and it's you know I I, I hate when Eagles fans get stuck into us because it's like kicking a dog, mate. Like seriously, not just a dog, <laughs> but a three legged dog. So um, no, we're I mean we're we're forever optimistic. Um, every you know every Monday it's like oh man when we do the pod you know a yeah. lot of people we talk about it beyond purple you know just getting through it together <laughs> and then. On Thursdays, we're like, we definitely got a sniff. We're always a sniff. To win any game, yeah. we are always a red-hot sniff. We just need about 10 things to go our way, and uh, and we're, we've got a chance. Brilliant. You just mentioned that uh, podcast, the Purple Rain podcast. You also sell merch. I saw this one, Cyclone Tracy T-shirt. I want to get one of them. How yeah, is the yeah, merch the, on there? Tell us yeah. about that. Mate, this is real weird. So we and our logo... So we're doing the pod and like, we're just like, oh yeah, if anyone can design, cause me and I was a both mm. school teachers. We're not like, yep. I can't design anything. I was, we put out some like stuff on some online thing and we got back some absolute stinkers. <laughs> this bloke from Scotland, um, Craig from Scotland, this yeah. bloke sends us a thing going, oh, I've done a logo for you. And I've done like, and we're like, what the hell? So 
yeah, start chatting. What, randomly from Scotland? Or did yeah, you, rang did him you? up and he's like, <laughs> yeah, he's like a Phoenix Suns fan, oh, yeah. um, loves the Dockers, like came over to Australia, loves the Dockers. And like he's living in Glasgow and like he just designs everything. We bang it up on Redbubble. So anyone who's got a podcast out there, get it up on Redbubble. You just like, Redbubble. it's literally money for old rope, mate. Like the the like we don't do anything. We just get like money. That's it. That's it. So we split <laughs> the profits 50, 50 with him. Yeah. And, yeah. um, it's, it's really, really easy. And look, I'm wearing the, I'm wearing You're the sure? Bash brothers shirt. Oh, so I love that. The, sorry. I'll tilt, what don't I tilt the camera. So that's the yeah. Bash brothers. So, uh, Coxie and, uh, Ryan, the Bash brothers and like, so like players get in contact with us. So, um, we've got a feed Freddie shirt, like, um, Monaro Frederick, he, he got in contact with us on Instagram was like, Oh mate, I want to buy 10 shirts for my, <laughs> for my family. And like, um, Luke Ryan was like, can you send me the link and sent it? And then all of a sudden pops up, oh, you made four sales. I said, oh, thanks for buying the shirts. He's like, oh, no, my mum did. So like, <laughs> it's, um, it's, it's really good. I mean, the players, the players get around it. Yeah, um, so good. You know, it's, you have the odd weird scenario where I was wearing my Fifey one. Mm-hmm. We've got Fifey as, as, um, as Prince from the Purple Rain. Yeah, I saw And then like, you one, just yeah. run into Matt Pavlich and he just looks at you and he's like, uh, hey mate, you just like, oh, uh, yeah, so uh, I don't know what's going on, but, um, no, it's, it's, it's really good. It's really good. And we're, you know, we're strongly linked to the club now. So we're, yeah, I was going to say, I saw some, some pictures doing stuff at the stadium as well. So how'd you get involved yeah, in that? Yeah. Yeah. So, oh mate, it's, this is classic, classic Dockers stuff, classic Dockery as we like to call it. And uh, mate, we just, we just got in contact with the club and mm. we met with the, um, the two I see at the time of media, um, this guy, Scotty Ward, who's an absolute legend. Shout out to you, Scotty. You'll be listening. And um, Oz, this is a small world of Perth. Oz taught him at school. So straight away, oh, Oz really? like, mate, he's like, Oz, he's like, oh, Wardy, how are you, mate? So uh, side note, Wardy is a bloody good footy player. And um, there's a guy, Clint Benjamin. Do you remember Clint Benjamin? He used to play at Carlton. Clint Benjamin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So Clint Benjamin was like the next big thing next Lance Franklin Benjamin, and uh, games, yeah rumors are that Scotty Ward cleaned him up in a PSA game <laughs> which is like our school footy and uh, that was it RIP mate no more <laughs> well, just, yeah mate uh, he's a little nuggety fellow Ward he won't like <laughs> that I've said that but um, he'll be he'll be disappointed but uh, he's a great guy and look we just they were like do a preview show so mm. we're like yep they wanted fan Done. interaction and then then after a while because of COVID and like the teams coming out so we're trying to pick the teams and we're trying to do match ups and guys aren't yeah. playing so um <laughs> we ended up doing uh the final siren now which is another podcast we do yeah. with the dockers so that's straight after the game in the change rooms um we interview players it's it's really fantastic the Jeez, club's been really great like we yeah we did the pre-show for the doig um so we're kind of like i don't know i'm not celebrities the in the fans man. but yeah yeah pretty much we're big dogs mate. Big <laughs> a, a uh <laughs> Can't go down the street without signing autographs around here yeah. in Perth. Um, no, look, so we're we're really blessed to be part of the club and they're really great and they they really appreciate what we do and how we connect to the fans and mm-hmm. they send it out to all their members. They put it up on all their socials and they're, they're really fantastic. The, the media team at Dockers, I think, are really, really underappreciated. I know that sounds crazy, but, well, I mean, we get belted and they get absolutely slammed. They're like, what are the Dockers doing? And it's like, it's not they're, they're not out there playing. They're not coaching. Yeah, they're not right. doing anything. They're just like copping it on Twitter, but, um, they are, they are fantastic. The media team at, at the Dockers and, um, yeah. you know, they do a really good job and they're actually, I think they're pretty funny as well. And of course you've got the Doka, the Freo Doka to feed off as well. Mm. He's always, uh, he's pretty much the funniest person in WI. <laughs> <laughs> he is. You close with him? 
Uh, we've had a couple of interactions, not personally, just on okay. the socials. Just so. on the socials. Yeah, we we've got to try and get him on the pod. Um, you know, as we as we go along. Yeah, good. Uh, you're a teacher, like you mentioned, so you're used to this. I want a grading from you. So of the season as a whole, disappointing final game, but it was. It was promising. There were so many injuries, and obviously the accuracy was pretty shocking. But it was, there was some positive signs. So, what would you give this season? Uh, what oh, grade? I'd probably give it a C. Um, C. You know, just just on standard. We didn't we didn't really overperform. We didn't underperform. Um, you know, it's just the yeah, goal accuracy was a big problem, and mm. that last game's kind of that's been the Dockers for the last five years, six years. You know, finished pretty poorly um, to finish the season. So, you know, not not too unexpected. But, um, yeah, injuries are the big thing. Dale Alcott said it at the door. He was like, we need to get our best 22 out on the field. And, yeah. What's you know, the problem it is, there, Matt? Like, what, what is it? Oh, I, someone mate, said, I can't remember who it was, but said the training the training facilities, it's just hard grounds a lot of the time as well. Yeah, and that can, yeah. I don't know if that's uh, if that contributes. Yeah, no, nah, I'm not too sure about that down at Coburn. Look, we had we had Weber down there um, for 11 years, the strength and conditioning guy, and he yeah. copped it a fair bit. And like little things like people talked about, you know, Stephen Hill couldn't get on the field because mm. he's too big. Like because Weber's a he was from a rugby background, yeah. Um, you know, and they were trying to build these guys outside midfielders to become inside midfielders, cause and then it caused just leg problems, you know. And look, we recruited injured players as well. We recruited guys who were injury prone, um, mm. Hogan and. And um, Benel in particular, um, you know, and then we're just unlucky, mate. We're dead set. Like, I, I don't know what it is. Like a lot of the injuries are impact injuries. Like uh, I was going to say, um, Sturt, the desert pee, as we like to call him. Mm. Someone fell on his leg in a waffle game yeah. and he's mm. out for the whole season. Like yeah, Young, it's, it's young did his hamstring yeah. via getting pushed, you know, hamstring tendon and, you know, little things like that that just absolutely kill you. And it's, I mean, I don't know. Whatever David Mundy's doing, I think do the same as him because he's missed about five games in the last 10 oh, years. So. Fine wine. How good is he? Oh, Mundy's just awesome. And he's like, people don't realize Mundy is a really good bloke as well. Yeah. He's got his own pod. They've got the the young buck and old bull um, pod as well, him and Griffin Logue, which is really exciting and really good. Um, but Mundy's just a legend. His kids are great as well. Like his kids, he's got three kids and the two younger, the two boys are just like maniacs. We watched a preseason game and an old lady was sitting next to us and she's just like on tender hooks the whole time. Cause these kids are like climbing through the barriers <laughs> and he's just sitting back chilled. Like seems like a pretty good dad. He's out there goal umpiring. And like, I think <laughs> we, we got in the lift with him one day. And the the oldest one goes, oh, we scored over a hundred points. How good is that? And I was like, this kid gets it. Like anytime <laughs> we score over a hundred points, it's time to celebrate. So, you know, a couple to watch uh, in the future with the Monday kids. Yeah, I love it. Uh, what's a highlight? Was was there a one that stands out? I mean, for me, is it was that uh, that that derby win. Caleb's wrong. What a goal! Goal of the year. That was my highlight. What about you? Do you have yeah. one? Yeah. Oh, look, uh, that's obviously a highlight. I mean, I said this on the the pre doig but. To win in Hawthorne, uh, to win in Hawthorne, to win in Tasmania, mm. we've won one game in Tasmania, and it was two days after the game finished with Siren Gate. So only, <laughs> oh, yeah, and we play in right. Tasmania every against year. the Saints. Oh. Yeah, against the Saints. So like, we actually technically have never sung the song in Tasmania, never. Mm. And uh, we went down there and we touched up Hawthorne. We played really well, and like, we played well. Uh, low. Uh, Lob played a good game. Yep. Um, we were up and about, and you know it was it gave us a little bit of a sniff into the finals, especially after a disappointing loss to Carlton, I think, the week beforehand. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, Derby wins always great. I mean, we've been we've been belted by the Eagles for, yeah. for ten matches in a row. Like we got the Derby ledger back 
to uh, essentially even, and then they won 10 in a row. And it was just <laughs> like, and we just could not, Ross Lyon could not be Adam Simpson's game plan. Mm. And he just, he just couldn't. And we would, we, we had a couple of games where we kick like five goals, 20 to their, you know, 12 goals, three. And we just get, and we we dominate the game and lose. And like Eagles are essentially like the the complete opposite to Dockers and how they play. And they just, you know, they just they just beat us. They just beat us. But I think I really think Eagles are falling off a cliff this year. I think now or next year. I think they're going to be Dockers yeah. twenty fifteen into twenty sixteen. Yeah, they have. Well, wait, where's the dudes. prediction for the Eagles? I reckon they'll be bottom four. But last bottom time four. someone predict, last time <laughs> someone predicted bottom four, I think they are. Uh, Won the flag. Won the flag. <laughs> yeah, but look, they've they've got they've got their young guys coming through are just there's nothing. The cupboard's bare. It's mm. old Mother Hubbard for them. But with the Dockers, I mean, we've got, you know, our 25 under 25. And that's the disappointing thing about losing Chera. Like in that in that midfield, if you're looking at Darcy, you just won the Doig, the big Hodor. You got Brayshaw, you got Sarong, you got Chera. Mm. Like they are that's a midfield that you just set and forget for the next couple of years. You know, you bring in and you restock and, you know, Fife and Walters maybe go in and out as time, but that's why losing chair is so, so it's yeah. so heartbreaking to be honest, because it resets the cycle back another couple yep. of years. You know, it really does, but yeah, you know, this will Bodie guy, I know he's, he's a salary dump. Let's, let's be honest. It's a salary dump. You know, he's getting paid 600 grand apparently okay, according to yeah. the papers. So mm. look, he might be good. But uh, he will not be on that money next year. I'll give you the red hot or mm. 2023. So good on him yeah. for getting paid. But yeah, no, good on him. And they have to do, they do what they do to keep players. So it's always, it was a back ended deal. So like they had to, they had to do what they had to do. But yeah. now they're dumping off to you. So that's all right. Was there a low light of the season, the biggest one? And the last oh, game Carlton. of the season? Yeah. Oh, the last game didn't worry about the, the Carlton games. Oh, the Carlton, the, game. yeah, the Carlton yeah. games, like to lose to Carlton, the first round, the first time we lost to them. First one was Easter as well, wasn't it? it was Easter. They just absolutely belted. Yeah, we were down in – I was down with my missus down in Albany and um, yeah. like at halftime I was like, let's go. <laughs> and then we are driving and listening to it on the radio. I was like, turn this off. I can't. Like <laughs> it, it was honestly that bad. Um, getting belted by Eagles by 70 points at the start of the year as well was pretty yeah, poxy. But losing, losing to Essendon and to Carlton when we should have won those games and it was inaccurate kicking, mm-hmm. butchering it inside 50, they're the ones that get you because – you should win those games. You should just win. If you win them and then we're in the finals and then we're not talking, we're saying, Hey, this is a B year. This is a really good year. But um, yeah, just those two games absolutely were just, they were garbage. And especially mm-hmm. if we play Carlton at home, Carlton are like our boogie side. I don't know what it is. We just cannot beat Carlton. And I would mm. say we're, you know, we've been tracking with them for the last however many years, five or six years. So Imagine that one for next year, V Carlton with Chera there. Do you reckon the boys yeah. will get into him? Oh, I hope they do. I really hope they do because, you know, he's kind of, he's, he's hung us out to dry a little bit. Like I said, at the top of the show, you know, like mm. we put the time and effort into him. We put the draft capital into him and we're, you know, it's, it's, it's not great. And, you know, you've got to fly the flag a bit. The, the thing is that really confuses me is Chera Sarong and Brace are all best mates. They're all really mm. good mates. All their girlfriends get along. So, you know, it must've been a really big draw to get home and, Stay in your house for however long. What do you guys got a couple of months left? Or what's going on? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Another twelve months. The way it's going, it you know it's not great down here. Mm. It's uh, it's not good. I'm very jealous of you guys at the moment. But did you go to the grand final? Uh, 2013. Yeah, 
Hell yeah. <laughs> no, this year. Oh, this year? Oh no, not this year. I had a, no. had a bucks on. That's another that's another story for another oh, podcast. That's right, but no. um no, no, I didn't go. But a couple of mates went. Like actually, not a couple of mates. Seems like everyone I talked to went. So went. Yeah. Yeah. But like just to give you a little bit of an understanding, I'm sitting there at work and um two of my little offsiders uh they go, Oh, can we can we get a bit of time off to yeah. um to try and buy tickets. I'm like, yeah, yeah, go for it, go for it. Yeah. Get in the line, 180,000th and 70,000th <laughs> in the line for like 10,000 tickets, which people are buying four of, you know, so you got, yeah. you got Buckley. So, yeah. oh, no, but I mean, apparently it was a really great day and I, mm. I thought the, the game was really good until the last quarter. It was. So, I didn't even mind that, to be honest. We got on a, on a run, but it was a good game. Was the vibe good in, in Western Australia? How was the week oh, leading up? Yeah, yeah. Massive, massive. It was It was all everyone was talking about. And like, I, I work at Trinity, so I'm just across the road, uh, across the road, across the river. So oh, we're yeah. literally, we're next to the WACA and across the river from Optus. And it was mm. just, it was heaving um, everywhere. The city was going off. It was, it was really, really good and really special. And it's just one of those things where I think the AFL and as a WA person, and like we we still call the AFL the VFL. I mean, Gil <laughs> McLaughlin knows where his bread's buttered, you know, like he's not an idiot, but <laughs> seriously, like why they couldn't have something where it's MCG every second year, maybe. So you go, like my theory is MCG mm. WA, MCG South Australia, MCG, you know, New South Wales, uh, MCG yeah. Queensland. Do you like the night? Again. Do you like the night game as well? Or would you rather during the day? Oh, <sighs> uh, for us, night game's great. Because well, yeah, it'd be too hot during the day, wouldn't it? Well, no, it's not that it's too hot. It's by three o'clock, you're bloody legless and you want yeah, to go true. home and go to bed. Like as mm. an old fellow, I'm like, <laughs> mate, I need a t- like I'm 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 out and like I'm I'm in bed by four o'clock and I'm I'm plum tuckered. So, you know, it's not it's not like you can just launch into the day, whereas mm. uh, but I think the night yeah, no, it's good. No, it's good. It gives you a bit more time. It like because it's very, very rushed in the morning in WA because it mm. starts at twelve. So you're like, yeah, oh, shit, true. get in, da, da, get the beers, yeah, get, yeah. Da, da, get your food, da, da, come in, da, da. and then like you're sitting there with your mates, and then yeah, like I said, by four o'clock she's all like gone blue. So yeah, you can take it a little bit more easy. But I, I mean, I don't say the big deal about day versus night. Just people arguing about stuff that they can talk about, I guess. Yeah, people argue about the trade. Uh, period as well. And we, we talked about Will Brody, who you don't really fuss, came through. Chera's gone. You're pissed off about that. You get pick 19 and then you chase Jordan Clark. Is that is that about it? I mean, is there any surprises that are coming? Do you reckon you make another play for Lockie Neal, try and persuade him? I think you didn't you on your podcast, you did a suggested trade. Um, I think you wanted pick six plus pick eight for pick 14, 18 uh, plus Neal or something like that. You still want to do that? Oh, I'd still do that. I'd move back in the draft if that's, I mean, the WA, no one knows what, what the draft, like, you, I mean, you look at uh, Toomey's phantom draft, but mm. like no one knows the talent this year. Yeah, well, same with right. last year. It's like, even like the big, the big dick cyclone that we talked about, um, mm. Josh Tracy, like he, mm. if you redo the draft, I think he's in the top 20, maybe he looks like a really, really mm. good forward. And we got him as a rookie listed player because he didn't mm. play. So, I mean, I, I don't know if there's overhype on the WA guys or there's not enough hype, but, you know, there's a lot of good WA talent at the moment. So I'm, I'm and it usually the WA talent does go in that late, late first round. So, mm. you know, if, if you can be, I don't know, but Lockie Neal, I don't know, mate, he's, he's gone. He doesn't really fit our age profile, mm-hmm. but if you stay in the first round and you, you stick around and you, you know, you can move backwards but still get a good player in Lockie Neal because he's a champion. He's a, you know, he's a Brownlow medalist. But um, yeah, that got, that was like this with the Dockers fans. It was like, 
shit, Lockie Neal wants to come here. What yeah, the yeah. hell? And everyone's getting pumped. And then it was like, oh, man, like, nah, do we really want him? And then by the time <laughs> everyone kind of turned the corner, it was like he doesn't want to come anymore. Mm. So we're kind of like, eh, I think we dodged a bullet. I think we dodged a bullet. Yeah, but in saying that, if you did come over, you'd probably be pretty wrapped again, I reckon. Yeah, I just didn't want to give up the farm. And I, I yeah, honestly think it would have been like, uh, and I think it's uh, Wolsey, who, who's our trade master general. He would have just said, look, we'll give you a second rounder. And mm-hmm. Brisbane probably went, we want two first rounders. And yeah, that was it. Sure. Like, that's the end that's of the story, it, yeah. you know? Like, it's like if you say, oh, I'll give you 50 grand for that. And you're like, oh, oh I'll give you 50 bucks. Like, there's, it's too <laughs> far apart, you know? Yeah. Like, you can't even you can't even come to the middle of that. So, yeah. I, I, I'm, you know, good on him. Good luck to him and you know, mm. best of luck hey, what, to Brizzy. What happened to Reese Conker? Because, Ooh. yeah, tell me about your thoughts on Reese Conker. Okay, so I'm Reese really Conker yeah. um, was our premium lockdown small defender. Um, uh, he was coming ninth in the Ferris and Bess after seven mm. rounds. So he's a re- he was a really good player. The problem is, and this is where the disclosure of contracts, I think, is the next step the AFL needs to do for things like us talking about it. Yeah. Because Reese Conker was on big money coming back to WA. Mm-hmm. So if he's on big money... And you know he triggers a one year. If he if he triggers yeah. one more year on that money, Dockers fans would have been like, "Do not play him. Do not play him. We do not need Reese okay. Conker on yeah, big yeah. money at our team. He's a back pocket. He's a solid back pocket. He's a great citizen. He's a great person. Like he's he really is a ripper dude. Which is like I think that's the hardest thing as well because he's mm. such a good bloke and he works on his craft and he. I, I don't know why they couldn't renegotiate something maybe for, because he, he's just a good person um, to have at the club. He's in the leadership group, but he just, you know, when you are, when you're on that money, don't worry about it, mate. Like, and that's, yeah. and that's where we talk about disclosure of contract all the time. Like I'm a big NFL fan. Oz is a big NBA fan and all their contracts are disclosed. So it allows fans to become the general managers. It allows us to compete. Mm. And that's so you reckon if it was disclosed that they knew if he got a certain number of games, he'd, he'd activate, he'd trigger that clause and get another year, then the fans wouldn't, that know what oh, it's about, it would, would be, be no, like, no problem. The fans would be like, oh, no problem. Definitely not. Okay. We're not paying yeah. him that much next year. It's it's a bit like Rory Lobb at the moment. Like, yeah, a lot of the fans are like, yeah, do we need Rory Lobb? You know, yeah. like, yeah, he's he's an interesting dude. Like, he's, uh, you know, he, he promises the world and delivers an atmosphere. Yeah. Do you need time, him? But do you need him? Because some clubs, he's really hard. It's really hard because it's interesting. Halfway through this year, Peter Bell, I think it was Peter Bell, came out and said we need a ruck forward, and Rory Lobb was playing. And it was like, ooh. <laughs> um, so, I mean, Lob's really hard. But the problem with Lob is it's actually the the inside 50s. I know this is breaking it down a bit more. He he holds his man. So what Rory Lob does is holds his ground and then he breaks and leads at the last possible minute. So he, he wrestles, wrestles, breaks and leads, like a ruckman kind of mm. wrestling in the ruck. He's a strong guy. So what the Dockers do, because, I don't know, I swear we draft guys with no brain cells, they <laughs> bomb it on his head. So they bomb it on his head. Yeah. He can't, he can't mark it. He needs it like 10 metres out in front. Just pop it out in front of him. He'll mm. break, bang, lead. He lead. gets his go-go yeah. gadget arms out. And no one's going to Two-story Rory, mate. No one can yeah. get around him. Yeah. So, you know, that's, the, that's where you need to kick it to Rory Lobb. But, you know, we don't do that because for some unknown reason we just – but, I mean, Mark Duffield's a really – he critiques him a fair bit and he's like, anytime the ball is in the area, Rory Lobb should never get out marked. It should always be a contest. 
and he he gets outmarked a lot. And you know, there's times where you're just like, what is this guy doing out there? So that mm. that's the real hard thing. And then when you put the disclosure, if you disclose the contracts and you're like, hey, this guy's on seven hundred thousand a year, good on him, get paid, good on you, mate. Mm. However, is he delivering like a seven hundred thousand dollar a year player? I would say no. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. That's a good point too. I need a prediction from you, Duck. Next year, let's say everything goes well, the trade period, have a good preseason, no injuries. Where are the Dockers finishing next year? Oh, no injuries? That mm. I mean, that's like a miracle, mate. <laughs> it's a miracle. If no me. injuries happen, mate, I'd be looking, I'd be looking to the heavens, seeing what's going <laughs> on. Um, now look, with no injuries, I think we've got a list that's is a five to five to eight, you know, we're not top four. We know that yep. um, we're developing, but you know, we should really finish in the top eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's where we should be finishing. And you know, if we can, if we can fix up our inside fifties, if we can fix up our forward line, I know David Hale, much maligned coach over here has been our forward coach for the last five years and our forward line has gone backwards, mm-hmm. but most of that's under Russell as well. <laughs> But um, we've got Jamie Graham coming in as our forward coach. I think that's important. Give us some of that Eagles style of them just kicking straight and, you know, 10 inside 50s for 10 goals, where we seem to have 50 inside 50s for about three goals, seven or something Mm. like that. So, you know, little things like that. And, you know, we're not, we're actually not that far off it. If you watch the games, and I know a lot of people don't watch Dockers games, but if you watch the games, we're we're always in it and we're just, yeah. It's just our goal kicking is is horrendous and our injuries. Yep. And like you said, like I think, but I think we're yeah, we'd be we'd be a sniff for five to eight. Mm-hmm. That would be our grouping, probably. Yeah, I like that and I agree with it. Let's do some 10 quick questions, Duck. Oh, I've got a feeling you'll be good at this. Yep. Um, here we go. First one. Which player from Freo would you most like to have a beer with at the pub? Probably I reckon I'd go with Tabs. He's a real spooky unit. Like we ask at the end of the final siren, yeah. we say who's the weird our question is who's the weirdest guy at the club? And literally but, people will really? people will not even miss a heartbeat and say Matt Tabner. <laughs> They'll be like Matt Tabs. You're like, who's the weirdest? They're like Tabs. And then that's it. Like he's he's a, a really? guy He's underrated as well, isn't he? He's a good mark. Oh, <laughs> Tabs oh, is geez, simultaneously the worst and best on field, usually most games, mate. He can be the best oh. and the worst at the same, <laughs> at the same the, time. Within the same quarter, mate. He is, oh, mate, and good on him because he's gone from, like, he's a rookie-listed player and he's got the absolute most out of him and he's been yeah. injury-prone, but, like, he's he's a solid player. I'm a big just fan. Do, yeah. Oh, mate. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you just try and, try and support him, mate. He's just so oh, I'm looking from a different angle, oh, that's why. Mate, it is just uh, so hard. <laughs> All right, you have to get rid of either Nat Fife or Caleb Sarong and Sean Darcy. Oh, Fife, get rid of mate. Fife, get rid of it. Not even, not even yep. a question, okay. bud. Beautiful. <laughs> Shot after the siren, forty-five degree angle, forty meters out. Who do you choose to kick it? I think this guy is probably the number one pick for everyone, Dockers fan or not. But David Mundy, he's done yeah, it already it a couple of be, times. Has to be it, yeah, mate. He is as cool as ice that He is. He is, mate. Nothing rattles him. If Frio had to merge with one team in the AFL, who would you choose? Mate, now I know a lot of people have picked Gold Coast, but I'm going for Port Adelaide. I'm doing oh, the Port to Port because yeah. Fremantle is a, mate, the Port Fremantle Dockers, mate, that's yeah. just got a nice ring to it. We're both kind of like the little oh, brothers kind yeah. of. They've yeah, yeah, got yeah, a really yeah. good forward line and they've got some good players that would fit right in our teams together. That's uh, I like it. It'll probably it'd probably be like uh, fifteen Port Adelaide guys and a couple of Dockers. But what, what would the top, what would the uh, the um, the jumper look like? I reckon. I reckon go with the root. Let's get back into the Port theme. Let's bring back the anchor. Yeah, 
Yeah. yeah, that, yeah what about yeah. a what about a teal anchor? Teal anchor. Teal and purple. Yeah, I've named a couple of colours that have got you licking your lips, mate. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> Very good. Um, Freya wins the flag next year. How do you celebrate? Uh, so this is an interesting one. So my, uh, I mean, I, I don't have any tattoos, so probably a big tattoo across my back. Mm. It just says Fremantle, just, mate. And just Dockers yeah. and a big, probably Johnny Docker or, you know, a, and go, a shirt, big go collage, topless for the, for the summer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Topless for the summer. Uh, yep. Dad bod the summer, mate. That's what it'd be. <laughs> Would you rather sit up in the nosebleeds by yourself for a granny or be at home with family and friends watching? I... I actually don't like watching footy with two other, too many other people around. I get a little bit nah. oh, anxious really? with everyone else. But yeah, yeah. in terms of like, uh, on a people yelling and stuff like that. But I would, I would go to the game, mate. You got to be a part yeah. of it. Like watching the AFL is a game. It's one of the unique games we have to go. You have to go to get the full perspective mm. of things. Like you've got to look because when you're watching the footy on the TV, it's it's this. It's a box, and you're like, why did that guy bomb it down there? And then you look and you're like, oh mm. well. You know, there's one guy loose, or what are they doing? Why are they switching it? Things like that. So I would, not um, 100% be uh, be at the game, mate. Yeah, got to be a part of it. Um, if you could look exactly like one Fremantle player, who would it be? Well, I think this Will Brody bloke's a bit of a good-looking rooster, mate. Yeah, he's, uh, he's got a bit about him. Um, oh, mate, I think, uh, yeah, I think he'd be the best pick, Will Brody. Uh, yeah, Will Brody. He's, yeah. he's a good, he's a good-looking rooster. We haven't yeah. got a lot of. Uh, Isn't that five, all right? Mate, he's, he's haircut, mate. It is no, just, not a fan. Oh, it's terrible, <laughs> mate. And you know he's he's all right, but like I, I think, yeah, little Brody, the new peanut Brody, boy, new bloke, yeah, new bloke, good looking rooster. If you had to choose one Fremantle player to play millionaire hot seat on your behalf, all money goes to you. Who do you pick? Oh, that's a tough one because it's, I mean, we've got a couple of tradies and some guys who are very, very interesting units. Um, I mean, the Bash Brothers, mate, they, yeah, they're, they're all doing trades and things like that. So they're not, they're not breaking the academic records, but I reckon maybe Andy Bradshaw. I reckon he's got a bit about him. Yeah, yep. he's, I reckon he's a smart cat. If Netflix asked you to choose one player to do a documentary on about their life story, who would you suggest? I, t- I, was, I wouldn't mind just someone following around tabs for a while just to see what yeah. he gets up to. But um, uh, look, David Mundy, Sonny Walters. Sonny Walters. Sonny Walters, but yeah. the, the, I mean, the thing is everyone knows Sonny Walters' story, but I mean, Sonny Walters is such an inspiration mm. to so many people out there. And, you know, Ross Lyon came out and said he could be the next, uh, like the first Indigenous senior coach. He's such an astute thinker and he's, you know, he's really an outstanding yep. person and an outstanding leader in his community as well. Mm-hmm. Like it, last one. If you could, if you had to swap Justin Longmill with one current AFL head coach right now, who would it be? Mate, I don't understand how people aren't going for dimmer on this. Everyone keeps like pausing. Like Hardwick yeah. is Hardwick. a bloody good I coach, like mate. He's won three out of bloody last five <laughs> flags. Like, what the hell are people thinking? Like, everyone's like, oh, Clark, oh, Clark. It's like, no, nah, mate, get dimmer Hardwick in. I think he'd be really good. Or the other <laughs> one, mate. I'd go Choco Williams. Bring Choco. I, yeah, I know yeah. he's not a. I know he's not a head yeah. coach, but um, when Justin Longmuir first signed up, or Ross mm. Lyon left, I was like, we need to get Mark Williams over yeah. as a senior assistant. Like anywhere, everywhere he goes, it turns to gold. What an mate. impact like, he's done in Melbourne. Oh, and like all, it seems like all he does is tape the footies up and be like, kick the footy straight. <laughs> yeah, he's kick, he's like, got these weird kicking uh, drills that he does. Apparently, there was one time where he had a car and or a Ute drove it around the uh, around the ground and said, kick it in the back of the Ute. 
Mate, that's that unbelievable. Incredible. Well, look like, at Ed Langdon, mate. If yeah. you watch Ed Langdon at the Dockers, he could not hit water if he fell out of a boat, mate. Mm. And, like, he's just pinpointing dudes left, right and centre. Yeah. And now he looks like an absolute gun, and it's like, oh, the Dockers got rid of another good one. It's like, well, mate, when he played at the Dockers, his inside 50s were atrocious. Like, he mm. would kick it on dudes' heads, out of bounds on the full. Like, it was like a lottery, mate, where he's going <laughs> to... Where he's going to hit it now, he's just like bang straight on the tip. There you go, happy days. Yeah, you know who else is a gun? You duck. Oh, You're thanks, an absolute mate. legend, mate. Cheers, hey, Jimmy. I had super fun having a chat to you today. Give it another plug. Uh, where can they go and listen to your content, mate? Uh, we're Purple Rain. Um, we're on Facebook. Uh, uh, we're on Spotify and, and iTunes. I'll say that for a start. On the socials, we're at Purple Rain ninety five. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. So give us a like. Um, yeah. So. Yes, and the other one is the final siren. We do that every mm. home game straight after the game. So, you know, that's a little 20-minute quick react plus an interview with a player that's on the Dockers feed as well, and you can watch it on YouTube. And then, um, yeah, we've got our, our long form where we do listeners' questions, we review the game, we do a bit of peel talk, um, things like that, you know. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, Purple Rain, the Purple Rain, and Rain spelled obviously R-E-I-G-N, not that's R-A-I-N. The- yeah. Brilliant, mate. And I'll get one of those T-shirts as well. You'll be sending me one very shortly. So, yeah, hashtag, mate, get on Redbubble. Done. <laughs> hashtag Trade Centre Live. To get involved at 4pm, we're going to be chat- chatting with Nick Galimino to wrap up today's news. Uh, we'll see you then, guys. Thanks for joining us.